So I was rocking out this morning. I was jamming to some really uplifting, motivating music. And I felt good because I haven't really been able to get to the gym, obviously. And um, so I was dancing and I've been learning how to Bollywood dance, uh, which has been really fun and exciting. And just getting my blood moving and getting my my emotions and my attitude together because that's important. It's important that you find a, a way to change your emotions because that all supports creating your own reality and, and your manifestations. So I want to talk about today, the subject is minding your own manifestations. Yeah, it sounds a little sassy because it is a little sassy because um, a lot of times I find that we get into this, we get into this because we're miserable, but we get into this because we're minding other people's business all the time. We're looking at what other people are doing or not doing, how other people are treating us or not treating us. And the truth is, is that this is all about you. Why owe you? This is your creation. This is your world. You are, you are generating all this and it seems kind of silly once you start to understand how it works. It seems kind of silly that you would be concerned with another person's life, you know, or thoughts, particularly their thoughts about you or anything, jealousy, envy, any of that stuff. It's it it, it seems really silly because it's really all about you and everybody in our surroundings is a reflection of our perceptions of them. Uh, And it's a a reflection of how we think about ourselves. So how does one mind your own manifestation or manifestations? So this is how you do it. Um, One, again, if you if you're doing the work, if you're doing, I don't even want to call it work. If you if this is a way of life for you, then you have already put into place the things that you need to do, whether whether it be your mental diet and, and, you know, making sure that you are just focusing, you are living from the end and you're just focusing on your end result or whether it be getting clear about what that end result should be, visualizing it, right? But we're, we are, we sometimes lapse and we forget. So in the morning, I, the first thing I do, I, the first thing I used to do is I used to go on social media. I used to check my email, um, but that already sets you on the wrong path. So the first thing I do in the morning is I remind myself who I am, right? Allow me to reintroduce myself, right? Every morning I reintroduce myself as the God of my own reality. I do that every morning. And sometimes it's, it's funny because it's such a reset. Because it's like you wake up, you know, you got that groggy feeling and then, you know, your mind starts to automatically starts to wander to what you have to do. But then you bring it back and you say, oh, wait, wait, what am I? I am the God of my own reality. I can be, do or have anything I want. Everyone is myself pushed out. Bam, I'm in the zone immediately. And then I can make choices and moves from that point because now I have set myself up on a higher realm that I can now not be directed by what comes in my path. Okay. So that's me minding my own manifestations from the door every morning when I get up, bam, I just start with those three phrases and it takes practice. Initially, what I had to do is because 
I, you know, I'm sure I'm not the only one, but I, t I sleep with my phone under my pillow. So I had to put on my screensaver the things that I wanted to remind myself of. So as soon as I wake up and even though the habit was to look at my email or look at social media, the first thing I'm presented with is those three things. And after a while, now it becomes, it's commonplace. And now I just get up and then I reset, I, I, I reset myself in the morning and I'm ready to go for the rest of the day. And by consistently doing that, you're minding your own manifestations. You're not worried about what other people are doing because Unfortunately, social media and even your email in many ways, because your email is just a full of notices and, you know, your work that you're that you got to do. People are contacting you about bills, whatever, you know, it just enmeshes you in this reality. But if you are not your if your current 3D reality, you, you're trying to change, then you don't want to wake up first thing in the morning and and jump into that. No, you want to set up the what you're what you're working towards the manifestations that you're working towards so you have to do these little things set it up as a way of life you have to set these things up as a way of life in order to get yourself to where you want to be who you really are the man or the woman that you already are and you're not going to do that by continuing the habits and the programs of the past, because that's just going to give you more of what you already have. So let's let's go to the second su suggestion for minding your own manifestation. This sometimes is a little harder because we think that we are dealing with when we we deal with people where particularly if you are either getting the concept of everyone is yourself pushed out or you're just learning it or it's brand new to you understanding that you are you are making assumptions about those around you and then you're getting those assumptions back it's it's very difficult because we think of everybody as you know sentient beings and and they are but we share consciousness and so when you are interacting with people you are getting your assumptions of those people back. So what do I mean when I say that? For example, let's say you're starting to date and you're nervous. Maybe you're starting to talk to somebody and you're nervous, but why are you nervous? You know, if it's your, if you're minding your own manifestation, then your intention is that, you know, this person, this individual will think I'm awesome. This person, individual will think I'm beautiful. This person or individual will think I'm witty and, and funny, right? And that's how you walk into the situation. There is no room for doubt. There is no room for doubt. So if you're already setting up the situation with doubts and fears, that's what's going to get reflected back to you. You know, people who have unlimited confidence, you know, they walk into a room already owning the room and they know that about themselves because that is their reality. That is their life. That is their way of life. There is nothing less than that. There's no way they walk into a room and they're not accepted and loved for who they are. And even if something, like I said, I've talked about outliers before, even if there's an outlier and something happens, they don't take it into their bosom and nurse it and be like, why me? Why did this happen to me? They just figure, oh, well, and move on to the next thing. So when you're minding your own manifestations, you have to own who you are. You know, if you are, if you're working on, 
the law of attract or you're using the law of attraction to work on changing your personality or changing, you know, how you relate. Cause I've brought up different examples about, you know, being a risk taker or, um, being more happy or improving your intellect, things like that. If these are some of the things that you're working on, you know, it's not that you have to sit and do a workbook and, and tell yourself, you know, I'm confident, I'm loving, I'm generous, I'm smart. Yeah, these are these are things that you have to tell yourself, but these are things that more importantly need to be believed. They need to be believed. And how they are believed is by the repetition of you telling yourself that. But it has to be to the point where there's no room for, there's no room for error because you leave no room for error. If you can understand that. It's not the easiest concept because we have a habit of being self-deprecating. It's a culture. I mean, most to think about most of the comedy that you look at, it's about people who are making fun of themselves. And, and it's funny. Hey, don't get me wrong. I love comedy, but it's built on the premise of the person usually making fun of their uniqueness. And it, you know, in some ways it's a celebration if they're making millions of dollars off of it, but you know, us, mere mortals who are not you know billion million dollar comedians we tend to internalize it and make it our own to self-deprecate but it's not funny people it's not funny at all because you have to be your own biggest fan and that means that you know if you're smart then you are smart if you're beautiful you are beautiful it's there's no doubt about it and here's the other thing uh If there are doubts, because we all have doubts, right? So I don't want to come off as like, oh, this is so easy. It's not easy. It's not easy. It takes time. It takes commitment. It takes focus and it takes practice. But eventually you get it because we talked about the self-fulfilling prophecy in the past. And think about how many times you've told yourself that, you know, if I don't stop this, I'm going to go broke. You know, if I don't stop this, I'm going to get fat. If I don't stop this, I'm going to blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, then you got broke. You, you, you became broke. You got fat. Whatever it is, you told yourself that you were going to do this. As opposed to saying, whatever happens, it's for my benefit. I'm going to embrace and re- allow reality to give me everything I could possibly desire. So minding your own manifestations really takes it back to something that we're not familiar with doing worrying about ourselves focusing on ourselves now let's let's you know there there's some question here right is this selfish is this narcissistic no because most people i believe like i have said this before i believe most people are good most people want to do a good job most people want to be good people and yeah, there's some rotten people out there. There's some rotten people with bad personalities and bad tempers and what have you. But generally, even those people, there's something I, I, I choose to see the goodness and expect goodness from everybody I encounter. You know why? I don't want to think about the converse because I've been there. I don't want to think that everybody is out to get me. I've been there. It's not a fun place to live. i rather think and assume and behave and embrace and allow that people are out for my benefit because in my interactions with others, I am out for other people's benefits. 
Have I done things out of selfishness? Have I done things mean-spirited? Have I been petty? Yes, I have. We all have, okay? <laughs> um, you know, that's not the point. The point is, is that a, a lot of times when we engage in those lower vibrational um, personality character flaws, if you want to call them, it's because we're not happy with our lives and we don't feel like we have the power to change it. So we engage in the pettiness. We engage in the selfishness. We engage in the mean spirited because we haven't taken control and responsibility of our role as creators. If you knew that you could be, do, or have whatever you want, why would you concern yourself with anything anybody else has? You could have that or better, right? So you got to get into the right mindset where you're looking at the higher level things of this, not the lower level things. Remember, you are expanding. You're not trying to become a better human. You are a God, okay? You are a God. You have power over your own reality. You have power over your own circumstances, regardless of what's going on in your 3D reality. And I know it sounds like, um, is she clueless? Has she not seen what's been happening for the last month? I have seen what's happening for the last month. And I'm still maintaining the same ideas. I'm in control of my own reality. And I'm certainly in control of my own perception of it. Because in our individual worlds, as a human, when we look at things like the, the type of things that are happening in front of us, we're only seeing it from a very limited perspective. I brought this up before. You are looking at it horizontally as if you were on the ground looking right in front of you. But if you allow yourself to rise up to a bird's eye view where you could see the whole forest and not just the tree in front of you, you would have a better idea of what is actually going on or what might be going on. And even if that, if you just embrace and allow that the universe, that your reality, that this journey is for your benefit, then you can wait and see how things unfold knowing that it's going to be for your benefit. So, hey, that's a lot. Woohoo! <laughs> That's a lot. I had to say. I was just sitting. Um, I was sitting watching a movie on Netflix actually, and I just got the idea to talk about this minding your own manifestation because it's important. It's important to remember you're the creator. It's your reality. It is your circumstances. It's your scenario. Whatever you want, you know. It minding your own manifestations not easy. I don't claim that it's easy, but I think if you intend for it to be easy, it will be, it will get easier and it will become second nature and it will become a way of life. So this has been Live Love Lux, Manifesting the Life Unlimited. I am Nicole, your cool coaching host. And hey, oh, you can reach out to me at livelovelux.com, email. I'm on all social media platforms now. I did hook up my Instagram between this last show and this show. Um, so I'm there. So Hey, you know, talk to me. I'm on YouTube as well. So uh, talk to me, reach out. Uh, if you want to set up some coaching, that's available on the website, livelovelux.com. That's L-I-V-L-U-V-L-U-X.com. And hey, welcome to your life. Talk to you soon.